Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Naturally Nino podcast. I am so excited um, to bring on my guest and share her with you guys today. Her name is Dr. Kristen Marchman. She's a chiropractor. She's a mom, a wife, and a wellness educator with an entrepreneurial spirit. Um, she owns a family practice called Essential Wellness Chiropractic and Massage north of Atlanta, Georgia, where she gets to live out her passion every day. She has taken extra training in pregnancy and pediatrics, which she incorporates into her practice. She also loves serving others and cannot imagine doing anything else. Kristen is also a wellness educator with Young Living, where she helps families incorporate natural, cleaner products into their homes. She and her husband, Tyler, have two sons, Tanner and Brody, and a little daughter, daughter Keely, um, who were all born at home, which is incredible. Um, when she's not in the office, um, Kristen enjoys staying active and spending time with her three favorite guys and little gal as her love language is most definitely quality time. And I would have to agree that quality time is actually my love language as well. It's kind of what the thing that makes me feel most loved. <laughs> mm -hmm. I love it. Hi, Kristen. Hey, um, thank you again yeah. for coming on. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, I um, well, you know, we uh, became friends on Instagram. That's yeah. how we got to know each other. And we've been following each other. And I just thought that, um, you know, I started to kind of like pay attention to like your posts and like see that, you know, you are a businesswoman, but then you, you know, I feel like you devote a lot of time though to your family as well and to your faith and that really drew me towards you and I really wanted to hear more about your story and just like how you got into um you know being a chiropractor and then also how do you balance being a badass mom <laughs> <laughs> well you're kind to say that but I think balance is different to everyone but I do my best so <laughs> So yeah, well, do you want to start with Let's, my chiropractic story or where do you want to go? What, well, since um, everyone's just jumping on, how about let's start with a little bit of background about yourself and I guess just like, just like a little bit of like some fun things about yourself, like who you are and like where you grew up, things like that. Sure. So I was born in California, but I spent most of my childhood in Ohio. So my mom raised myself and my two older brothers. And then I went to college in Ohio. And I'm guessing we'll get deeper into this. But after figuring <laughs> out that I wanted to be a chiropractor, I moved to Georgia to go to chiropractic school. Mm -hmm. And while I was in Georgia, I met my husband, I finished chiropractic school, and I got married two weeks later. So three babies and a couple businesses later, here we are. That was, that's a lot at one time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a lot, but it was fun. It was fun. Did you ever imagine that that's how life would unfold? No, I honestly had no expectations. When I moved to Georgia, I knew absolutely no one. So I knew I wanted to pursue chiropractic, but I had no idea where I'd end up. Mm -hmm. I love Ohio. It's home, but I never, you know, was set on going back there. So, right. so it was great. God had it all figured out for me. So I'm <laughs> so thankful that I just got to follow his plan. Do you go back often? We go back every Christmas to visit my mom who's still there. And then uh, my brothers, one lives in Ohio there and one lives in Washington, DC. So we all get together oh. every Christmas 
and at my mom's house and it's so fun and my kids always hope for snow <laughs> right <laughs> and, and sometimes we get it sometimes we don't but yeah we go back at least once a year and then we'll go back you know for whenever we can but it's it's obviously tricky with kids yes. and businesses but we do our best but that's, I mean, listen, you still make the time to do that, right? Like yeah, I am all absolutely. about travel because yes. I feel like travel gives you that little bit of sanity where even if it's just a little trip or like a family trip, it doesn't matter what kind of trip it is. It just makes you feel like you're getting out of the house and you're doing mm -hmm. something exciting and new. Yes. It's yes. And that's so true. And I actually did not grow up going on vacations we didn't have a ton of money when I was growing up so that's uh -huh. not something that we were able to do every year so we my husband and I decided that we wanted to make that happen for our kids and we're in Georgia so we're not too far from the beach Ohio was much further so <laughs> we always every summer we make a beach vacation a priority and I love those memories oh. and like you said it's just an escape it's such a it's so good for everything yes our tans and everything exactly. <laughs> yes definitely well tans is like number one priority of course right right <laughs> of course and then we um and then we target the mental clarity right and... right <laughs> I love that what yeah. it, now when you say like you would you wouldn't go back to Ohio is it the weather in that case yeah, I mean, I like I said, I love it, but I grew up in the middle of cornfields. I had a very simple childhood, and I love that about my childhood. Mm -hmm. But yes, the weather, the the winters, the snow, the ice storms. I mean, I just I try to get my mom to move down here all the time. I haven't gotten her yet, but I keep trying <laughs> because yeah, there's so much more sunshine. It's it, yeah. I, I have fallen in love with Georgia and the seasons. You still get all four seasons, so it's great. No, I can totally relate. My husband and I lived in Colorado a year ago, and then we moved back to the East Coast to be closer to our family, and mm -hmm. we miss it every single day because mm -hmm. everyone thinks that Colorado is like this cold, like horrible, not horrible, but like this like super cold place, and it's not at all. Yeah. I'm like, actually, it's colder on the East Coast. Not okay. only that, I also can't breathe on the East Coast because of the humidity. <laughs> right, in Colorado, right. it's like there's barely so any humidity. Better. Like even in the winter time, even when it's snowing, it's not cold. It's just this peaceful, like winter wonderland. And you're just like, wow, you know, this is so nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's great. So I can totally relate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so how did you get into, like, so how did you then decide you wanted to do chiropractic school? I mean, that's not like an easy, that's not like something that you just kind of like, hey, I'm going to change my major. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So throughout elementary, middle and high school, I got migraine headaches. And I remember getting my first one because I had the aura, which is that visual, you know, disturbance. Mm -hmm. I, I literally thought I was going blind oh and God. I remember it so vividly. And so I started medications, everything I could try to find to stop them from occurring or prevent mm -hmm. them from occurring and nothing worked. So last resort, I went to a chiropractor. I was terrified the first time I went, but it was great. And after several adjustments, I noticed that my migraines were less and less and I, oh, wow. then I wasn't getting them at all. And honestly, that should have been when I realized that I wanted to be a chiropractor, but 
it took a little, another nudge. So <laughs> when I went to college, like I had told you before, I studied, I went in to study theater mm-hmm. and changed that to broadcasting. And then one day I woke up from at, at school and I couldn't stand up straight. So when people say they threw their back out, that had happened to me, but I was like 20, you know, that shouldn't be wow. happening. Right. No. So I couldn't stand up straight. There was one chiropractor in the teeny tiny town of Ada, Ohio. So I went to see him and I walked out standing upright and wow. it was that moment that it was that aha moment for me that I was like, wow, twice now a chiropractor has changed my life once mm-hmm once was much more dramatic than migraine headaches, but this time was, you know, dramatic as well. Obviously it could have ruined my day very easily. So at the time I was a radio DJ for my college radio station. And in between songs, we had time where we could uh, do whatever we wanted, just sit back and relax while the songs were playing, you know, we set some songs Mm -hmm. up to play while they're playing, you do whatever. And so I bought a book about chiropractic because I was so curious I'm a researcher and I wanted to know mm-hmm. why in the heck did this work? Why yeah. am I not getting migraine headaches? Why could I stand up straight? And so I remember not being able to put that book down because it explained the science and the philosophy of chiropractic, but it also explained our healthcare system and how we look at health as a whole and how health should be from the inside out rather than the outside mm. in. Um, it all made so much sense to me. And I always had this nerdy, sciencey side of me that loved, was fascinated by the human body. Mm-hmm. And mixing in this way of looking at health, I was completely hooked. And also knowing how I could help others, how I had been helped, I knew then that I wanted to be a chiropractor. So I was a junior, changed my major. And uh, when I should have been taking classes like bowling my senior year, I was taking all my science prerequisites. And then when I graduated, I moved to Georgia a couple weeks later. Wow. That is so when you had your first migraine, I'm sorry, I don't know if you said it. How old were you then? So I was in elementary school. So I was like fifth. So you were young. Yeah, I was young. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't get them often. I think they, they ramped up more in middle school and then more in high school. But you know, when you're in high school and you have a headache that takes mm-hmm. you out for a day or two, I mean, that's a big deal, right? So that's right. when I really, that's why I didn't go until then. I wasn't quite as desperate until, until then in high school. Well, yeah. And then also like when you're young, like you don't really like make decisions for yourself. Your parents kind of make decisions right. for you, right? So like if there's something that you need to go to a doctor for it, they would be the ones to tell you. Otherwise you're like, you, you, you don't have those thoughts, right. right? Like it's not until high school when you start to really kind of experiment with your own body and start right. to listen, kind of like, oh, me, maybe I should go do this or like, maybe yeah. I should try this. That's yes, so interesting. So I don't know if my mom, if someone had told her about chiropractic mm-hmm. or what, I know she was the one, you know, that had convinced me that we should just try it. Um, but even then, you know, I was, I was terrified because I didn't understand it yet. You know, right. now I see babies, I see kids in my office, I see pregnant mamas and it's like, I, I just want everyone to go visit a chiropractor, but that comes well, yeah. with territory. I suppose. <laughs> Well, yeah, because most people think that, you know, if you're going to a chiropractor, it's because of old age, right? Like that's usually what people associate it with. You don't really think about babies going to a chiropractor or a pregnant woman.
All right. So I don't know what just happened there, but that's fine. <laughs> we just got cut <laughs> off. <laughs> so this is part two to part one. Um, but what we were talking about before um, we got cut off was that. So, you know, you were saying how like you also, it took you some time to realize that like babies go to see chiropractors and teenagers and moms and things like that. And so what I was saying was that, yeah, um, you know, usually the an average person thinks that when you hear about a chiropractor, it means that you're just working on elderly patients. When in reality, that's not true, right? Like, because you do have babies and kids and moms to be um, right. where that's actually like a really awesome practice um, in order to keep them healthy and like make sure that like all their bodily fluids are functioning properly. Would you right. agree with so, that? Yeah your back's not supposed to hurt until you're yeah. old, right? I mean, that's what we think in general, but it's not at all just about back pain. It's not just about headaches either. It's a your whole body functioning. Mm -hmm. And that's what that book that I read, like opened my eyes to is that, you know, the nervous system is the very first thing in a baby that develops. Mm -hmm. So the spine and the spinal cord is the, or the spinal cord and the brain, excuse me, is the first thing that develops and the spine is what encases that the spinal cord, obviously. Mm -hmm. Right. So that runs the entire body. If you think of a computer, it all comes from that little modem, that center. So right. all the nerves branch off from there and those nerves come from the spinal cord. So every single system, organ, cell in the body is innervated by those nerves that come through the spinal cord and therefore through the spine. So mm -hmm. if you have a little misalignment, whether it's small in a baby, teeny tiny from being in the womb in a weird position or what it is to, you know, when you actually start to feel pain as an adult to where it's a big misalignment that can definitely affect all the systems in your body, not just pain, but it mm -hmm. can affect immune function. It can affect digestive function. So many things. So yeah, that's why I think obviously everyone should visit a chiropractor. Actually, you bring up a really good point that I would love to you to um, kind of maybe touch a little bit more on because um, I, I don't think it's something that is discussed very often um, in basic science. So mm -hmm. I, I was a science major also, and I went, actually went to medical school for a year, no, for a semester, sorry, and I left. So I took all the prerequisites. And I obviously have studied um, that system very a lot, I should say, not, not very, but a lot. Um, and you know, it's true. Like every, it's basically like this treasure chest that's holding the jewels to your body in a sense, mm -hmm. because every single nerve ending runs through your spinal cord. And over time, you know, I think a lot of like younger generations, they think that they don't need to go see a doctor or like, for example, especially like a chiropractor, or they don't need to work out because they're feeling great. They're feeling fine. Everything's wonderful. But then guess what? They get older. And then by the time they're like 50, 60 years old, all of a sudden they're having these major pains and aches. And to the point where some of the things that they're experiencing are almost, are not that they can't go away, but they're going to require 10 times more work. If they had just started going to a chiropractor at a younger age, you know, right. and kept up with it. So I would love to um, hear you kind of explain why that happens a little bit more for those listening 
to really understand the importance of why it's really about prevention mm-hmm. first and foremost. Right, right. So when I when we talk about babies, little misalignments in a baby's cervical spine in their neck that can become sure it's just small when they're a baby mm-hmm. and all it may affect is you know they may not be able to breastfeed quite as well because they can't turn their head quite as mm-hmm. well in one direction right but those little misalignments can become so much bigger later in life so if we're able to keep everything in alignment at in a young age, then yeah, you are going to be able to prevent so many problems in the future. And we talk about preventative care for athletes too. Mm-hmm. If you keep the spine in line, if you keep the hips in line, that keeps the muscles from wanting to lengthen and shorten. Like if a hip is rolled forward, it can pull in a hamstring and that athlete is much more likely to pull a hamstring or tear a hamstring. So, and then also in the fact that we're just putting motion into the spine, motion is so good. Mobility is so good in the joints. We know that, right? But we don't Mm -hmm. think about the spine with that, but it's right there with all the other joints. So if we can keep everything nice and mobile and full of motion, then your body's just going to be so much more healthy when you're an adult and be able to avoid some issues that you may encounter if you don't keep everything in alignment. Mm. And then what about also how that is also tied to your digestive system, essentially? Right. So the nerves that innervate the digestive system all come from the spine, like we talked about. So Mm -hmm. we talk about that a lot too, with I see babies for gassiness and reflux. And so it starts even at that age where, you know, their systems aren't fully developed. So it can take them a little time to get used to things, but chiropractic, by keeping everything in alignment, you're giving them that best option and that uh, best chance at it all Mm -hmm. functioning optimally. So when those nerves go to innervate the digestive organs, if there's a misalignment, same thing, those organs aren't getting full flow, full capacity. So they're not working at 100%. And that can cause all sorts of digestive issues that many people don't link to the spine, but Mm -hmm. they certainly could originate there. They certainly do potentially originate there. Right. No, I completely agree with you. And I thank you for sharing that. And, um, what would you say, like in comparison to an older person or like a baby coming to visit now, would you say that they would need to come the same amount of times, or if you're starting young and you're using, um, chiropractic, uh, practices as more of a preventive treatment, would you have to go as often as someone who's, let's say, being treated for something like an injury, maybe? Right. So definitely not is the answer. So when I see kids or babies, one, their spines are so beautiful. They don't have all these uneven muscles that are pulling on all the joints in uneven directions. So therefore they hold their adjustments much better. So they don't have to come in as often. Mm -hmm. Um, And then obviously once an injury already takes place, then you have to go back and fix it versus just preventing it from the start. So a lot of patients, I see them in different time frames, but a lot of my preventative just wellness patients, I mean, I do see people every week, but some I see like every three, four, five weeks, just mm-hmm. for that preventative, just for that wellness and that maintenance to help prevent um, issues from occurring. Interesting. And for babies, typically you would say also three to five weeks. I'm just curious because sometimes, you know, um, 
like there's a lot of like, for example, patients who let's say do believe in the practice, right? Mm -hmm. But I sometimes will hear people say, yeah, but you know, it's so expensive. And I have heard like these horrible rumors about the fact that if you go once, you have to go forever. And then what ends up happening is that people get terrified about the expenses and all the payments that they'll have to make that they know they never even go one time because they're like, Oh my God. But yeah, but I heard, I heard such horrible stories. And if I, you know, they went one time and then after that one time, everything started hurting. And it's mm-hmm. obviously it's the same kind of story as like, you know, somebody who wants to be healthy and they're like, yeah, but I can't eat a salad or like they'll, just always eat pizza and they'll eat one salad and say, yeah, listen, I ate a salad and I'm still not healthy. You know, (laughs) it's kind of like that same concept. So like, I'm just curious to hear from your point of view, what you have to like, what would you say to someone like that? So the rumor of once I once, I'm always going to have to go. I tell people, no, that's not true at all. But once you go and once you start going, you're always <laughs> going to want to go because, right. and patients tell me this all the time. They say, I never knew what it felt like to be out of alignment until mm. I started coming here and knowing what it feels like to be in alignment. Mm. And now when, you know, when they feel out of alignment, of course they want to come and get adjusted and fix it. But uh, it's not my fault. And I'm not just trying to, you know, make a living. I'm, I mean, it's, it's just the fact that science of them getting better. Yeah. And for babies, typically if there's an issue, we may see them a little more often, but if it's just that maintenance, that overall wellness, it's during all those major milestones is when I want to see babies. So like when they start holding their head up, when they start sitting, mm-hmm. when they start crawling, when they're using those new muscle groups and those bones mm-hmm. may have some poles, then that mm-hmm. would be a good time to get their spine checked out and make sure they're in proper alignment. So and it's definitely much less. So basically target it right away as they're starting to use it. Correct. I see. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. Yeah. And would you say, um, let's say, um, you know, I hear a lot of people as they get older, a lot of people tend to have lower back pain. That tends to be the, one of the most common things, right? Mm-hmm. And I know that oftentimes it'll be associated with herniated discs, for example. Mm-hmm. And there are times when doctors will say that even chiropractic practices won't help you. Do you mm-hmm. agree with that? I don't agree with that. I believe that there's always chiropractic can always help because what we're doing is we're Mm -hmm. opening up one, we're opening up those disc spaces. So if there's herniated discs, yes, there is a point where the discs get so bad when it ruptures Mm -hmm. that surgery or other intervention may be necessary. However, chiropractic is never going to hurt in that process, right? Because we open up the joints. And I do something in my practice called flexion distraction, where I stretch out the lower spine, which is good for anyone, whether they Mm -hmm. have lower back issues or not. But what we're doing is we're opening up those joints where those discs are in between the vertebra and helping them, giving them room to breathe. So Mm. while there may, you know, sometimes be intervention needed, and I'm not opposed to that by any means, chiropractic is always a good idea and always something that I encourage people to try first. Mm Mm-hmm. To see how, like what you can actually accomplish before having to get into surgery. Yeah. I mean, I've seen patients who, who said that, you know, they were told they needed surgery and then they were able to get adjusted and get their pain levels under control to where they didn't need surgery, or they were at least able to put it off for a few years, you know? So, 
so yeah, there's definitely a lot of power in chiropractic. I may be a bit biased, but. <laughs> no, no, I, I mean, I, I obviously you're a chiropractor. I get that, but I also do agree with you on that mm-hmm. stance because I've myself have heard that many times where mm-hmm. um, doctors have told patients that they have no other choice but to get surgery. And right. obviously they were terrified about it. So they were like, you know, maybe let me just go to a chiropractor, like just kind of give it a try, see what happens. And more times than not, those going to a chiropractor actually fixes all of their pain and then they never actually have to get the surgery. Right. And so I wonder also, because oftentimes there's a lot of miscommunication between uh, Western medical doctors and, for example, naturopaths or Mm -hmm. nutritionists, because they don't really focus on nutrition and preventative medicine, or for example, functional medicine, right? Mm -hmm. And I think um, um, chiropractic practices fall into that same category where Western medical doctors don't always give chiropractors the same kind of credit as they mm-hmm. should, because mm-hmm. I think there are, like you're saying to your point, a lot of things that going to a chiropractor could fix. And then I know you also use essential oils, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I guess this would be a good time to bring that in. Um, do you also incorporate that into your patient's treatments? I do. So yeah, essential oils are a huge part of my life at home, but also at work, I definitely do incorporate them. Like if someone comes in and they have a headache, there's times where I've been like, Hey, if your head doesn't feel great, have you tried peppermint essential oil? And I will even put it, you know, at the base of their skull for them before I deliver an adjustment to their cervical spine. So I definitely do incorporate them. And I try to educate them because a lot of the people I'm seeing are looking for different options. You know, they're, Mm -hmm. they're tired of what they've, the other route that they've gone and the medicines and how it's affecting their bodies in other ways. So a huge part of what I do too, is just try to educate people and teach them on what essential oils can do and how to use them properly. Got it. I love that. And you said you use them. When did you get into essential oils? Was that around the same time as when you started chiropractic school or was that like later or before? So I heard about them in chiropractic school and I started using, I bought them from the health food store because I was a college student with little money at the time. So I what I could afford. Now I was told there was a difference in brands when I bought what I was using, but uh-huh. at the time it wasn't feasible for me. And I wasn't interested in learning about the difference, honestly. <laughs> but once I started having kids, once I had my first son was when I really decided, Hey, I don't want to use things on his body or put any medicines into his body that I don't have to. And I want mm-hmm. everything that I use around him to be a positive experience. Like I remember not wanting to burn candles when he was an infant in my house. Everyone kind of thought I was crazy at the time, but then, you know, like a couple years later, there was an article about how candles are the new secondhand smoke. So, you know, I mean, (laughs) I wasn't quite as crazy as maybe everyone thought, but, but yeah, so I started researching essential oils. I bought Mm -hmm. a couple and then I remember the first time my son had a cold and he was coughing and he had this respiratory stuff and I reached for the only thing that I knew to use, which were my essential oils. And that was gone. His symptoms were gone within a couple of days. 
it was just amazing to me. And that was when I realized they work. And then, you know, I've used them for sleep and energy and obviously to make my house smell really good. So for so many things, and they're a huge part of my wellness routine too, with my kids when they go back to school and all that good stuff. And have, have you used essential oils as like your main, um, kind of like medicine, I should say for the kids? Oh yeah. They're my, that's my main medicine cabinet. So when anyone has, you know, a tummy ache or anything, I mean, literally anything, or they need to sleep better or they're, they're scared. They had a bad dream. They need to go back to sleep. Uh, that's the first thing that I reach for is an essential oil and my kids know it. And I love that. I'm also empowering them, teaching them how to take control of their health in a natural way as well. That is so beautiful. I love that. Um, I have been, you know, I've heard of essential oils also when I was like getting into my health journey and like college time as well. And I also didn't have a lot to invest in like, you know, I would invest in like trying out new things like kombucha or like spirulina powder, like hemp seeds, you know, like those things were not cheap. Right, (laughs) right. Like that's considered like a luxury, like when you're a college student, you know, Um, but I was really into nutrition. And so I would, you know, from time to time, like, you know, treat myself to like different things to try them Mm -hmm. out. And I remember, um, like I love TJ Maxx. So like they have so many awesome things there. And I think I remember buying like a couple, not even a couple, maybe like max three oils because like I heard about them, but like I also didn't, wasn't doing a lot of research into them, but I knew also that there was a difference in like brand because of like the quality that you get and how some aren't as effective as others. And so I bought a, I bought them and I remember I tried using them, but I don't think I had any idea what I was doing. And I also feel like they weren't really working. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like literally two months ago that I invested into like a whole kit from Young Living. And I was like, you know what? I just need to do it because like I started to realize that like I really want to convert my whole house into a chemical free zone, but it's going to take time, right? It's not going to be something right. that you do overnight. It's it's a right. whole process to learn okay let's do the shampoos then let's do the toothpaste then let's do that and I'm like I really need to get essential oils in here because I have heard so many good things about them and I've heard of Young Living for years just like from like you know friends that I've made in the health industry and just like Mm -hmm. everyone raves about them I ordered the kit and I remember um I actually have my diffuser like right here next to me but um I came home one day and I was feeling super anxious and I didn't know what to do with myself. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to try this out. Like, like, let's see if this really works. Cause it, I mean, like I was super anxious. Mm-hmm. I made a blend of, I think it was lavender and stress away essential oils in my diffuser. So I put my diffuser on and then I got a glass of water and I put di- digest size uh, like a couple of drops in, of that, literally one drop, I think, because it's so potent. Mm-hmm. Literally, after 15 minutes, I felt like a completely different person. I was so calm. My stomach wasn't like in knots anymore. And I just felt peace. Yeah. And that was the moment that I was sold. Yeah. And I'm like, this is real. Yeah. This stuff works. Uh, I love it. I love it. I was it. in shock, 
literally in shock. And I'm like, that was the best investment I ever mm-hmm. made in my life. Mm-hmm. And I can stand by that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're powerful. I mean, they're such powerful tools when you know how to use them, right? So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll never be without essential oils. They're, they're huge, huge. Well, I, I mean, me neither. (laughs) Now I'm like, I just want to share them with everyone. And like, you know, like, um, I had friends come over the other day and I'm like, let me put on my diffuser. Yeah. Make us feel good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's more than just, yeah. And making your house smell good with no chemicals. I mean, there's just so much more to it. It affects the brain. And I mean, yeah, they're just, they're awesome. Everything. Everything. Yes. And I, I love the fact that, you know, you're getting your kids involved at like a young age yeah. that they're basically, you know, they're growing up with that. And I think that yep. is amazing. You know, it's not something they're going to have to like figure out and try to like find out about later on in their lives. So that is awesome. Um, yeah. So yeah. before we wrap up, I, I did want to ask you a question. Um, I kind of ask yeah. everyone this. If you could go back and you can give like one really solid piece of advice to your younger self, mm-hmm. what would it be? Oh goodness. So <laughs> my younger self was, was very different than who I am today. But I, I think I would tell myself or tell her, if you will, mm-hmm. that God has her future in his hands to keep trusting him and to keep following her dreams because one day they will be bigger than anything she could have imagined (laughs) and to trust in his timing because it's way better than hers. So a huge part of my story is my faith and relying on God and him taking me through every step Mm. from realizing I was supposed to be a chiropractor to moving to Georgia, to knowing nobody, to meeting my husband, to my practice where I am now. And so I think that's what I would say um, and, and also stop being so selfish because, <laughs> because I feel like as a younger person, I was selfish and honestly, becoming a mom has made me aware of that and has made me so much more selfless. And I'm so thankful for that, for the gift that that is Aww. too. I love yeah. that. Um, what was the thing that I guess the biggest life I guess, biggest thing in your life that happened, um, whether it was, I guess, um, getting closer to your faith or maybe a mm-hmm. book that you read or um, something that you would say was like the pivotal moment in your life. So I think, honestly, thinking back to a pivotal moment would be when I decided to not only become a chiropractor, but I moved to Georgia. I knew nobody. Mm-hmm. I was jumping in completely blindly. And there have been more instances like that. But I think that was the one that, I mean, it led me to my life where I am now, where I live and where I met my husband. If I, you yeah. know, so many things had to fall into place. I met my husband. We have our three kids. We mm-hmm. love where we live. I love where I practice. It's a it's a beautiful place to have a family practice. I mean, uh, we were voted like the most healthy county in Georgia too. I mean, no it's way. it's just it's ideal, right? So where we are right now is just ideal. And I would say that was a very pivotal moment because I was terrified, right? Mm-hmm. But I also I just I knew. I felt that I was, that was what I was supposed to do. And so I followed it and here I am. I love that. And where can people find you? 
So I am on Instagram at Dr. Kristen Marchman. That's Kristen with two eyes and then Marchman. Um, so that's where I post a lot about my, about chiropractic, about essential oils, but honestly, just a lot about my kids too, because they're such a huge part of my life. And I and just love being a mom. They're so cute. Oh, they're, cute. <laughs> they're so fun. Yes, they're, they, like the cutest photos of like the whole family and like, they're like adorable. Thank you. They are pretty cute, but they also provide their fair share of gray hairs, but that's okay. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> that's right. That's right. It's the best. Well, thank you so much, Kristen, for coming on. I really enjoyed this um, convo with you and just like hearing your story and just like everything and like how you like do it all. I think it's awesome. Well, thank you. I don't know if I do it all, but I'm certainly not perfect. <laughs> Far from it. But but yeah, I found a balance that works really well for me and, and it's great. I love it. Well, thank you. Um, and I will make sure to leave a link to all of your stuff. Um, and thank you everyone for tuning into another episode of Naturally Nino podcast and stay tuned until next week. Bye.